welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, hanging out with... The Rocker Chick. And... J-Dub. And we are the United States of Paranormal. <sighs> Booyah. <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. We got an Apple review. Uh-oh. That was not a stellar Apple review. And you know what? That is okay. We can handle it. All right, let's hear it. We're adults. I actually, it talked about our banter at the beginning, how it takes us forever to get to the story. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it's not too bad. So listen, here's what I'm going to do. We're not going to stop doing the banter because we enjoy chatting with each other and, and making fun of each other and, and you know, watching me get kicked out of my inside studio mm. together. And we we are not going to stop the banter. However, in the show notes, there will be a time when the actual story starts. Yeah, if you don't like it, just fast forward through it. Exactly. Good Lord. So if you want to <laughs> not listen to us talk and just want to hear the story, which I have the utmost respect for, because I get it. I get it. I've listened to podcasts where they banter, and I listened to a podcast the other day where they ate fucking food for 20 minutes where they discussed whether the Starburst orange was better than the Starburst yellow, and you talk about mouth noises. Oh, God. It was bad through this thing, but we will start putting times in the show notes of when you could fast forward to of when our stories will start, so... If you if don't want to listen you, to us chit-chat. If you just want to hear about the story. Sad. So anyways, whoever, I don't remember, I don't even remember who put the review up. It's okay. We don't need to know. I like, I like the idea of being able to, you know, fix something that maybe people don't like. I mean, that's part of it. You know, not everybody's going to like everything we do, but at the same time, maybe we can make it better. And that's just one thing that I think will make it better. So there you go. Uh, in the show notes will be when the uh, show starts. But until then, now I'm going to eat a Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> the orange and the yellow ones are both gross. You don't like the orange ones? I don't like either. No, just the pink and the red. Oh. But I like a pink. <laughs> oh, my goodness sakes. So how are you guys doing? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. I'm tired. Listen, last episode, Jen was like shouting about her beaver. So, <laughs> hey, listen, if Mike's is out there, uh, I really love your uh, hard, your hard freezes, and I don't know if it's seasonal or not, but uh, please don't make them. Just make them year round. As I'm drinking one right now, they're yummy. I'm drinking the red. Hmm. Jen is not a Mike's fan. She has trauma. I when do. When it comes to Mike's. I do. But we would love to have you as a sponsor. Everybody has trauma over something. Mine is hot damn. Mine is beer. (laughs) You can't even smell it. It makes me (laughs) Hey, speaking of beer, I sucked down a couple nice German beers on Sunday morning uh, when Kansas City was playing the Dolphins in Germany. I love German beer. It is so good. 
Yeah, mm. you actually drink like two of them. That's I did. like way more. And than I didn't fall drink. over. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd laugh, but it sometimes sometimes that happens. <laughs> he's not he's a lightweight big time. So yeah, he's gonna be trashed after that. I'm gonna one. fall out this fucking he chair. He looks here. like gonna... he already is. <laughs> Your face is a little red. <laughs> I got a little bit of a buzz going on. So he's, okay, the banter's going to take forever today. <laughs> one one can of Mike's heart freezing. I, I drink it quick. Put him on his ass. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I drink it very fast. Oh, my gosh. Fastly. You did chug it. Dang. I was very thirsty. Hmm? I'm going to go back to my Mountain Dew. Go get another one. No, I'm good. <laughs> I would fall out of the fucking chair. Those bad boys. You're so much taller than us. What the hell? I listen. I moved that seat up, and you were fucking just bitching at me about it. I couldn't reach a floor. (laughs) You are like three foot two inches. No, I'm five two. Thanks. Rude. Well, Sean says that you're like a mini. He's an idiot. (laughs) Does Sean listen to our show? I don't know. You just never ask him? No. Oh. He listens like NPR shit and like all the boring stuff. That is pretty boring. Yeah. We're way more entertaining than NPR. Yeah. True. True that. True. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been going on? You made it through inventory. I did. You still have all your hair. <laughs> Didn't pull it all no, out. I don't know. I just <laughs> threw some on the floor. <laughs> Jen was a little stressed last week. A little. Jen was a lot stressed last week. Yeah. She actually even got upset with me. Oh, damn. Not really. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, when was that? I'm just kidding. I I get upset with you every day. (laughs) Yeah, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. No, we don't. Are you sure? Didn't you hear a listener? (laughs) (laughs) Stop with the banter. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I I'd love to hear uh, what you guys think. Do you do you like the banner out there? I mean, we got a we got a lot of people listen to us weekly, so it must not be too bad. But they probably but, just fast forward through it. Yeah. Well, that could be too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If that's why people come back, or if they just come back for the stories. You know, huh? it's true. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, all I do know is is that. Uh, uh, if you want to tell me, it's the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. That's I'd right. love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you make us feel bad? No, it doesn't make me feel bad. <laughs> I really do want to hear what the opinion on that is. So Yes, please. Please send us emails. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I already know I'm an idiot, so I don't need you to tell me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's that. Don't be mean. Do not be mean. We'll come back and haunt you. May love want wall. May yeah. love not This is wall. a paranormal show. We will come back and haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, speaking of, we just, uh, we're, we're up to date with uh, the new Goosebump series on, uh, what is Disney. it? Disney. Oh, my God. It's really, really good. Really good, Jen. I don't have it. You don't have Disney? Mm-mm. What is wrong with you? Everybody's got to have so Disney. So, yes, recommended Goosebump series on Disney. Yeah. Watch it, Definitely. People. It's kind of spooky. Jeremy was having bad dreams the other night. It was true. 
I watched uh, on Netflix The Fall of the House of Usher or something like that. Everybody was like, oh, it's so good. It was boring. <laughs> I got to like the last episode and I was like, okay, it's got to get good. No. Never did? No. All right. So no House of Usher. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, wait, are we talking about the same Usher? You know, no, it's not the singer Usher. No, oh. no. That's what I think of when you say Usher. The person that leads you down the aisle. It's their last name. Usher is their last name in the series. What do they do? They like a mogul. I mean, they have like a pharmaceutical a, CEO, like uh, big shot dude. I mean this. It was all right. I tried to get into pharmaceuticals when I was younger. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I am a liar. Let's <laughs> <laughs> sleep and it hurts. Oh my goodness. <sighs> okay. Well, let me ask you this. Oh, oh no. Are you ready? Maybe. Got some real thinkers. Oh. I did enough of that today. <laughs> my brain's on pause. Yeah. Do you think Sometimes. that <laughs> most of the time, very you know, seldom, <laughs> that someone's name influences who they will become? Yes. And why do you think that? Well, for like example, my dad was like in the city council when I was younger and he knew everybody. So like I knew that I had to be a certain way to so I didn't make him look bad. So Okay, well you're talking about last name, right? Was that what you were talking about? No, actually I well, you I were mean, talking about I, like I, John or Yeah, Jen I was kind of thinking oh. first name, but <laughs> oh, I, I mean if that. you name if you name your daughter Buffy is that going to influence her to become a stripper oh I got you now sorry just cut all that but out. no no I mean that <laughs> what you said is actually super important because I mean yeah you uh, since you had the last name you, you as your dad you've got to maintain that or else if you would come across a police report from you know underage drinking or something then right I mean it just makes him look bad mm-hmm Golden was just always a badass name. Nobody cared. They always knew it was trouble when the Goldens come to town. Well, I knew a girl in elementary school. Her name was Sparkle. Do you suppose she became a stripper? Probably. <laughs> I think she moved to, like, Arizona or something. But, I mean, seriously, do you think that your first... Let's, let's go with first name. I probably should have... The actual question I found this didn't specify, but do you think the first name will influence who they become? No. You don't think so? I think you make your own choice. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I don't think so either. Okay. You're not the one. Yeah, I don't think your name has any any say in what you do. It's like yeah, your name, your name isn't you. You are you. Yeah. You didn't pick your name. Well, that's true. But, I, I mean, still, I mean, if... If you were named a Richard, I mean, a Richard to me would be kind of an upstanding person in the community that, you know, you kind of think suit and tie. No, and no I, I think he'd be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew I was going to say, I, when I said I, Richard, yeah, I, I was know. like, wrong fucking name. <laughs> yeah. But if you were a cleat, it's a like, what? oh, that's a fucking redneck right there. Cleat. 
Cleet. Like Cletus? Like Cletus. If you were Cletus, you would know like he's a redneck. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that I think that I, I think it has a little bit of uh, influence, influential. What do you on... think of Eugene? Eugene. I think of a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bit. Eugene's L- out little there. A little bit. I know a Eugene. Super nice guy. Very nerdy when it comes to uh, musical stuff. He's very intelligent when it comes to that. And yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, I but can that see is, that. That's not all. I mean. There's a thousand, you know, there's millions of Jeremy's out there and they're all different. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm on the hunt to connect with all the Jeremy Goldens oh in the world. There's no Jeremy <laughs> like you, though. You are one in a gazillion. I'd love. <laughs> wow. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know how to react to that. <laughs> Is that good or bad? It's a good thing. Okay, cool. Because I know a couple of Jeremy Goldens who are. Um, Wait. musical and huh? yeah, isn't there one of them owned something? It was like rich. Oh, that yeah, that guy owned the. Well, no, he wasn't rich. Oh, he owned the Fort Wayne Fusion, the uh-huh. uh, indoor arena football team. I used to get phone calls. Uh, you know, it's like, did you buy an arena football team? I'm like, no. You got one for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get mail for him with the Fort Wayne Fusion. Oh, on it. it was fucking cool as shit. I tried to go meet him, but I never did meet up with him. But he fucking faltered and never paid his Ooh. coaches or the players or anything, and they went belly up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty sight. Well, dang. Okay. So uh, that was not me. That was not me. It was not me. <laughs> <laughs> not you. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. To get into today's story. Yes. If I can. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I say it. If I can make it through it without. Having a coughing fit. Whatever. You'd be fine. Yeah. Notice my shirt. Mothman. I got the Mothman shirt on because that's what we're talking about today. Oh, shit. <gasps> oh, okay. Shit. Take ahead. it away. All right. It was the year 1966 when a strange creature surfaced in the small town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The creature was described as being at least seven feet tall with a humanoid body and a wingspan at least 10 feet in length. Its distinguishing feature, two red glowing eyes that terrified anyone who saw them. For the next year, this strange moth-like creature continued to terrorize the residents of Point Pleasant. Thus, the legend of the Mothman was born. Mm. I've been there. You've been to Point Pleasant? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you see anything? No, I closed my eyes. <laughs> Did you see the statue or anything when you were there? We we were driving through, but I saw like the area where you're going to get into. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe I will. I don't know. I'll see. You. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of jump around a lot in this. So, all right. The physical description: those who saw Mothman claim that he was a large, gray, humanoid-type creature with massive wings. He is thought to stand between five and seven feet tall with a 10-foot wingspan. Mothman's head is described as being oddly shaped and sitting close <laughs> to the creature's body. Some people even describe him as being headless, with only two eyes protruding above his torso. Additionally, the bright red glowing eyes are said to be extremely large. 
that kind of freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And the pictures kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah. See all those little drawings of the Mothman? Nice. Mothman is also capable of incredible flying capabilities. The couple who saw him the night of November 15th, 1966, outside of the TNT area, said he was able to keep up up with their car at 100 miles per hour without flapping his wings. He is also capable of weaving quickly in between dense forest areas and rising straight into the sky like a helicopter. These flight patterns are beyond our current capabilities with solo flight devices like jetpacks, causing many people to disregard the possibilities of a prank. So wait, was he was he running or he was flying, flying. without flapping his wings? Correct. At so 100 miles an hour? Yeah. Well, I would think that it, if you could do that, you would get very good at dodging trees and shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Though many people are divided on the nature of the Mothman, it has been noted that the creature has never harmed a human being during its encounters. This has caused many believers to think that the Mothman means no harm, but instead tries to warn people of impending danger with its presence. This was later evidenced further with the collapse of the Silver Bridge, as many witnesses claim to see the Mothman on the bridge just before it fell. Maybe he caused it to fall. Is he a heavy? Is he fat? <laughs> I mean, does he weigh like two thousand pounds? And I he don't like, know. He just, I don't think anybody's ever got him on a scale. But <laughs> you don't think? I don't so. think so. <laughs> Others make arguments for the creature's evil nature, incite the disappearance of Newell Patronage Dog in the ancient legend of Chief Cornstalk as evidence. Is their belief that the Mothman is a creature of danger and chaos who seeks to put humans in dangerous situations. So some people think he's warning you and some people think he's causing it. So different. Completely opposite. Completely opposite. (laughs) The origin theories. Jen, you want to listen close to this one? Oh, shit. (laughs) Great. Alien creature. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) And you were there. I was. Many people claim to have witnessed UFO sightings and paranormal experiences during Mothman's time in Point Pleasant, leading many to believe that Mothman could be an extraterrestrial (laughs) creature. What's that that word again? (laughs) Extraterrestrial. E.T. Phone out. The rival of the mystery, mysterious. You're just having a hell of a yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Sorry. You should drink more. <laughs> the r- arrival of the mysterious Indrid Cold, also known as the Grinning Man, seems to have given the theory foundation. Did you say the Grinning Man? The Grinning Man. Oh, my. On November 2nd, 1966, 10 days before the first Mothman sighting, Woodrow Derenberger was driving back to his home in Mineral Wells, West Virginia, when he was cut off by what he thought was a car. We're right back to my question, Woodrow. When you hear Woodrow, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I think he is a, 
yeah, could could be become a president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was in West Virginia. He was cut off by what he thought was a car. Did okay. you get that? Okay. No, I was really focused on Woodrow. <laughs> The vehicle forced him to slow down and then pull over on the side of the road. When he got closer, he realized that the contraption was not a car, but a strange craft that resembled a kerosene lamp chimney. Hmm. A figure then exited the craft and walked to his car. The figure looked very human in appearance and was wearing a coat that was a metallic blue color. He spoke to Woodrow and told him that he meant him no harm. Strangely, the man did not move his lips and his mouth remained fixed in its (laughs) smile. (laughs) Which later led people to call him the Grinning Man. Gotcha. Woodrow realized that the man was speaking to him telepathically. The man introduced himself as Indrid Cold and told Woodrow that he was from a different galaxy. They conversed for nearly ten minutes before the strange man returned to his craft. Before he left, he told Woodrow to report his experience to the authorities. Woodrow's story was published in Carabinet... That's not a sexy call girl voice tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Woodrow's story was published and co- corroborated. Oh my, I can't say. You got it out. It's, it's close. By several witnesses who saw him pulled over on the road and talking to a strange man. Several of the witnesses were even able to describe the odd craft. Others who saw the Mothman were questioned by strange men in black with pale, translucent skin. They were asked if they had witnessed the Mothman and, if so, what they had specifically seen. Many people reported that they talked in a strange, almost robotic tone that made them nervous. Anyone who was questioned knew who had, in fact, seen something related to the Mothman was told to remain quiet on the subject. Several of the witnesses received anonymous, threatening phone calls that warned them not to speak about the Mothman. Extraterrestrial enthusiasts claim that the description of these strange men matched those of the alien species. Gross. I like the fact that his mouth didn't move when he 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 spoke. So he's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a ventriloquist. And he's like talking <laughs> through his brain. <laughs> Telepathic. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeremy. Hey, yeah. You... Are you getting it telepathically through her? Yeah, I'll move the thing. Can you move the thing so it's not spraying on you? Yeah, I was, it's choking me out. <laughs> oh, my God. People. The sightings of these strange men combined with the Mothman <coughs> leads many to believe that the Mothman may be in an ex- extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial? Thank you, You're creature welcome. that somehow <laughs> found its way to Earth. Others who believe in the Mothman prefer a more scientific approach. Their theories about the Mothman's origin are largely influenced by the home of the creature, the TNT area. What did what is TNT like? A place where they mm. 
the TNT area was considered <laughs> constructed during World War II. It was situated near a large wildlife preservation area, ensuring that the area was remote and rarely frequented. The TNT area is compromised in many miles of glue-type concrete domes. The military used these spaces to create and store weapons of mass destruction. After the war, the site was abandoned. Many toxic substances from the weapons that were stored leaked out into the surrounding forest areas. There are some that <laughs> believe that the Mothman was affected by these chemicals. They believe that somehow a creature's DNA was fused with toxic chemicals and somehow mutated into a strange humanoid creature. Those who believe this think Mothman is our own doing and believe we should deal with the consequences accordingly. So they left all the weapons in these domes and just took off? No. Oh. I missed it, didn't Just I? Just the chemicals, right? The site was abandoned and the just the chem yeah, the chemicals, the substances left from the weapons. Gotcha. Sorry. Leaked out. So yes. They didn't clean up after themselves. <clears throat> Litter bugs. <laughs> Others believe it could be a vengeful curse. The Mothman is the embodiment of a 200-year-old curse. The curse can be traced back to the death of Chief Cornstalk and s several of his tribesmen. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> Chief Kaintugu. <laughs> that was good. Which is translated to Cornstalk, so we're just going to get okay. Cornstalk. <laughs> Wanted peace with the American colonists who were trying to occupy the land of seven, seven different Native American nations. Unfortunately, there, was, there were many on both sides who opposed this idea. On November 7, 1777, Chief Cornstalk traveled to a fort in an area called Point Pleasant and tried to engage in peace talks with the colonists to prevent fighting. He insisted that peace was necessary because the British were trying to convince the other nations to join them to oppose the colonists, and that only he and his tribe stood in their way. However, however, he feared he could not hold them back much longer. Fearful, the colonists took him and his companions prisoner and detained them inside their fort. Chief Cornstalk was considered to be a skilled fighter and military genius and was greatly respected by both sides. By detaining him, the colonists hoped that they could prevent the Native Americans from attacking. Two days later, November 9, 1777, Chief Cornstalk's son, and a little spittle, <laughs> visited <laughs> the fort to see his father. It was also detained. On November 10th, gunfire was heard near the Kanawha River. When soldiers from the fort went to investigate, they found that two men who had left to hunt for deer had been ambushed by Native Americans. One was dead. Enraged, the soldiers burst into the quarters of Chief Cornstalk and his companions and brutally murdered them as revenge. Aww. As he lay dying on the ground, Chief Cornstalk is said to be said to have uttered a curse on the land in which he died. He spoke the following words. Are you sure you can speak these words? No. 
You could wanna, give it a good it? go. <laughs> <laughs> I was the I was the border man's friend. Many times I have saved him and his people from harm. I never warred with you, but only to protect our wigwams and land. I refused to join your pale-faced enemies with the redcoats. I came to the fort as your friend, and you murdered me. You have murdered. You have murdered by my side my young son. For this, may the curse of the great spirit rest upon this land. May it be blightened by nature. May it even be blightened in its hopes. May the strength of its people be paralyzed by the stain of our blood. Yeah, I'd say he cursed it. I think he cursed it. Listen, listen, listen. Wait a minute. Listen, Wait. listen. Okay, go ahead. Strange events occurred Later in history, such as lightning bolts that twice destroyed a monument erected in honor of the colonists who fought for the Ohio River Valley. When the Mothman appeared in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, many people were convinced that he was yet another punishment set upon the land from the angered spirit of Chief Cornstalk. Now you can say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Why? Why would they go kill him? They detained him. He was going there uh, to offer to offer peace, and they detained him. I mean, what did they expect? I mean, they detained him, his son, and a few of his cohorts. What did they expect? They, if they send their people out to go hunting and they get killed, how is that? I, I guess I, I'm I'm flabbergasted by that that by that that they would be so pissed that they would go kill the chief and be like, oh, you fucking your people killed my people. Well, you've detained their chief for God's sake. Yeah, that's true. I, I that's people are vindictive and I guess. Well, back then they wanted the land, so they really didn't care. I, no, Somebody yeah. just had to take the fall for it and yeah. if they they were they knew they were trying to take the land from them so it's got to be them that did it well i absolutely understand that yeah your theory behind that for sure but cuz i just it just floors me that we we take revenge on something that they already retaliated for something you did to begin with yeah this doesn't make any sense so i have got Sightings Ooh. of the Mothman. Awesome. And I chose more recent ones. Because, the, like, the first sighting was, like, in 1966. These are more recent. So, hey, just before you jump into these, Woodrow, you talked about the Grinning Man Woodrow. Was that Woodrow Wilson? No. Because you made a comment no. about being president. Well, that's I, because you, yeah. I, I, no, no, I thought maybe I missed something in the no, conversation. No, 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 no. That. that was just because of your question. Okay. Abs- and I, the only other Woodrow I could think of is President Woodrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that, see, no, yeah. your name does not define who you're, define who you're going to be. Because there was a Woodrow right there that wasn't president. Yeah, but he talked to aliens. He did. Which proves my point. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I'm sorry to all the Woodrows out there. I'm just kidding. You can uh, Woodrow, be president. Woodrow is an amazing name. You can do whatever you want to do. Do what you want. Why are you wearing sunglasses? Like, yeah. He's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually over here. I got my eyes closed. I'm just enjoying the story. 
And I thought, I better put my sunglasses on so I don't think I'm over here sleeping through her story. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm enjoying your story. I know. Although you keep interrupting her. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first Mothman sighting that I would like to tell you about is in 2007. It was at the St. Anthony Falls Bridge Collapse. In 2007, an eight-lane steel bridge on I-35 collapsed during evening rush hour. Thirteen people were killed and nearly 150 injured, with many people claiming to see Mothman. After the collapse, George Nudie received multiple calls on his radio program, Coast to Coast AM, from people who said they had a Mothman sighting. On October 26, 2020, a mother and daughter witnessed what appeared to be a winged demon creature. According to the witness, it was around 9 p.m. when her mother saw the creature out her bedroom window, perched on the backyard fence. The daughter ran into the bedroom in response to her mother's scream. The creature was about 25 feet from the mother and daughter who were watching with the lights turned off or turned off in the bedroom. The creature was black and it had facial features like a human, only its overall face was very demonic looking. It had human arms and legs. Its eyes were brilliant, glowing red. The wings were jet black and tucked behind its back. The pair watched the humanoid creature for a minute, then it spread its wings and flew away. They had COVID. <laughs> I got a COVID fever. <laughs> sounds more like a, a fallen angel. Yeah, almost. God, I don't want to. It also no, sounds. He doesn't really. I mean, it yeah, also sounds is... like the the bads from uh, the Justice League. Yeah. You know, Batman was fighting them and made that. No noise. <laughs> so here's one. This is a short one. The swine flu pandemic in 2009. The swine flu pandemic started in rural Mexico near Chihuahua, Chihuahua <laughs> and spread throughout the world. Do you need my app? <laughs> <laughs> With more than 14,000 deaths confirmed worldwide. Inve- investigators traced the pandemic's origin to the month of April, just a month after more than 30 sightings of Mothman were reported in and around Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say on that one, Jeremy. That's a good go. <laughs> I got a. I have a question. Yes. In your research. Yes. Was there ever a Mothman sighting? In what was it? Wagoon, China. Whatever the name of um, that town was. Actually, where where COVID where COVID nineteen actually supposedly oh, started. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious, and, and you know, I'm not actually, I'm not joking about this because, I mean, if, if they say that, would you say 2007, correct? For swine flu, which didn't that turn into H1N1? Yeah. They changed the name because it was giving pigs a bad name. <laughs> 2009. Sorry. Okay. 2009. So I'm just saying, is it is it was there something? I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to check in. Let me write a note. Yeah, because if they're saying that he was seen right before that, yeah, would he have been seen over then? So yeah, I mean, there pretty much anything bad that's happened 
I bet you. They could, blame it on him. Yes. Hmm. Um, and he could be a good guy. He was just trying to warn them. Yeah. Don't eat the rotten bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and throughout, I don't know that I will talk about all those because I'm sure we're getting no, way we're of time. This, but 9-11, they were uh-huh. Mothman. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, there are many big things that have happened over time that, you know, creatures have been reported being seen. So, and the Mothman. Oh, that sounds like an episode right there. Can we do an episode just on major catastrophes and what was cited what was seen before i mean premonition i mean yeah maybe he's just a premonition i'm warning you of something and i mean he's never hurt anybody there's no reports of him ever hurting anybody or, ta- or anything yeah, any you know what's to say something bad didn't happen to this mother and daughter a few days after they saw it in the backyard there is no more to the story but it could just be a premonition of something Interesting. So there was a Chicago woman. Chicago's close. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anyone from like Silver Lake, Claypool no, area? Hey, I don't think so. Hey. <laughs> USPS employee at the sorting facility, facility located at Chicago O'Hare International Airport came face to face with a Mothman creature. Shit. It was around 11 p.m. When the woman was leaving her shift and walking to the parking lot on September 24th, 2020, she glanced up from her cell phone and noticed a tall man standing outside about 20 feet from her car. She didn't think anything of it, assuming it was a fellow employee. She hit her key fob to unlock her car and then turned on her headlights. The person was now illuminated and turned to look at her. That was the moment the woman panicked realizing that she wasn't, she was seeing, what she was seeing wasn't a person. The creature had brilliant red eyes. It stood all of seven foot tall, and when it turned to look at her, it unfurled its large wings. Then she got hit by a bus. (laughs) (laughs) It made an odd clicking, chirping noise before releasing a strange screech. Terrified, the woman screamed and crouched down by the cars as the creature charged charged her. When it was just a few feet away from her, it flew up and over her. She dashed to her car and managed to get behind the wheel and sped out of the parking lot and home. They have been there have been all kinds of stories about people seeing this creature around the airport. So how did how did she run? With all that shit in her pants. <laughs> right? It's, it's probably pretty easy when you're scared. They're just coming out the bottom of the <laughs> Oh, things. my God. Because can, I, I, can, I can only imagine you go out and the headlights illuminate this uh, this creature. And I can't even, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can almost feel the dread. I think my whole intestines and my stomach and everything <laughs> would have dropped out. All that completely out. In August 2011, a man and woman were traveling through Chicago. The man's hometown neighborhood was nearby, and he wanted to show her around. He snapped a few images of the Indiana, of the Indian statue on the roof of the local tobacco store. It wasn't until a couple were home that he looked at the photos and was was surprised to see what appears to be a very large flying creature. The man enlarged the photo to get a better look at the object, and it felt it resembled a large bat. Unsure what it was, he sent the images to 
Phantoms and Monsters, hoping they or someone else might know what he captured in the photo. There's his photo. You do have a copy of his photo? Kind of looks kind of spooky. It looks like a big ass mop. <laughs> well, I'm looking for the giant Indian on top of the tobacco. Well, he said he was snapping pictures. Oh, well, that is honestly, I, honestly, I'm I'm gonna go with it. Kind of just looks like a smudge on the camera. Okay. Well, he thinks he it was a Mothman. I'll, I'll put it up right there. Now, you want to let Jen see that? Yeah. J Dub. <laughs> So he sent it off to these people. Did they respond? Is it phantom? I think phantom and phantom and monsters is a is a is a podcast, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. It doesn't say. I have to look. It did not say on there. Hmm. I was thinking it was, but. So I have another one. Two University of Illinois roommates were terrorized one Friday night as they dressed to go out with their boyfriends. That September thirtieth, two thousand eleven, is one of the is one none of those young adults will ever forget. One woman first saw the creature as she was getting dressed. The dark creature was staring at her through the third floor apartment window. Her roommate tried to console her and suggested she mistook shadows of light or some other logical explanation. The woman was adamant she'd seen the creature staring at her as though she were prey. Was she naked? Well, she said she was getting dressed. Probably. peeping Tom. When the, roommate's phone, when the roommate's phone rang, she ran to her room to answer it and saw the two glowing eyes staring at her through her, her bedroom window. The phone call was from her boyfriend and her roommate's boyfriend. But when they heard her screams, they ran over to the apartment. Once the two women had calmed down, their boyfriends told how they had been walking through the neighborhood park on their way to the apartment when they saw a six to seven foot tall creature perched on the basketball court hoop. When the Mothman saw them, it took flight. There were several people in the park who also witnessed the creature. The men said the creature resembled a monstrous bat. There were several other students who saw the large creature that night. All of the descriptions were of a tall, massive creature with glowing orange eyes that resembled a bat. Hmm. By the way, Phantom and Monsters is a website. It's like a, like a directory. They have they have a lot of the um, stories and stuff like that on there. Hmm. I, the reason I know I thought it was a podcast, but I, I I knew I knew it because I went there to do some research on some others. I think uh, the Glimmer Man, or yeah, I did the Glimmer Man. I used them for a couple of their hmm. stories and descriptions. Nice. But yeah, phantomandmonsters.com. So go check them out for all your cryptid needs. No, that's us. <laughs> we got that's cryptid, true. creepy, and spooky. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, there is a ton more, and I'm not going to go through all of them. They're all about the same, you know, people seeing these. But there is a lot of them. Did you just pick the ones that were closest to us? Because you did, you did a couple of Chicago's and Illinois and... Yeah, a lot of them are actually Chicago. You think it has something to do with the lake? Could be. And Point Pleasant isn't that far from us either. What are you thinking? Six, seven hours? Yeah. Right on. 
Point Pleasant. Wasn't that where they did the that seventy show? Hmm? That was a Oh, that was Point Place. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's um I don't know why. I suppose there's terrible things that happen in Chicago all the time, so if that's he's gotta warn it. a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very busy guy. But you I mean you had the collapse of the Silver Bridge. You have the collapse of the Freeburg Mine, Chernobyl, 9-11, the collapse of the I-35 Bridge, swine flu outbreak, uh, Fukushima. Oh, yeah, the great Fukushima disaster. So, you know, there's all these places that have claims of seeing the Mothman around those It's, it's interesting to think that... Uh, you know, we always think of the of cryptids as as uh, you know big monsters to scare people or eat people and, and all this. I mean, it'd be nice to have a a good guy cryptid, you know. Well, I mean, okay, he's scary looking, and but he's never harmed anybody, and maybe he is just warning you, or maybe he's causing it. I don't know, but hey. Anyways, he's seems to be around the areas where there's stuff that happens. Yeah, right on. That's my story. Thank you. You did a great job. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. So let's let's hope we don't see a Mothman anytime soon. Well, I mean, you know, I hope not to, but I know that uh, out there in West Virginia they have uh, the big Mothman festival. As you're wearing the shirt that Mason sent. Uh huh. This is a pretty great From shirt. From 2023. Yeah. We're celebrating the Mothman. We are. Celebrating. Totally celebrating. So those people must think that he's not the one causing the bad things happening. He's These people think that he's warning, probably. Probably. I, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Or they need money. <laughs> well, well yeah. I mean, you have... The place that has all the UFOs and, you know, that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. You know, like Roswell? Yeah, that place. Thank oh, you. my goodness. Hey, I'm getting old. I don't remember things as quickly. <laughs> About two hours from now, I might remember. <laughs> She's going to come in and wake me up. It's like, oh, hey, it was Roswell. It was Roswell. It was Roswell. It was. And we're like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Where's Ozzy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nice job. Thank nice you. Job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. I, yeah, very good. And you did it in that sweet, sweet voice. One eight hundred. Talk to me. Yeah. I I read that somebody just made a million dollars in OnlyFans. So. What is OnlyFans? We should hook you up on OnlyFans and see how we do. <laughs> all right well you did a great job thank you that was pretty that was pretty awesome yep and uh hey guys let me know what you guys think united states paranormal at gmail.com give us a shout and um after you do that go check out the website united states paranormal.com check out our merch store a lot of great merch all the vamtober stuff is off dang snooze uh, you lose oh man you missed out on some good stuff But you never know what might be coming next. Who knows? All right. 
if you guys uh, have any uh, outgoing comments, stories, or... Uh, no, just, uh, you know, send us what you think. Send us emails. Let us know what you want us to look into next. Send Maybe. us your stories. Yes. Absolutely. Tape yourself telling your story. Tape yourself. <laughs> Record. <laughs> wow, there's been a lot of innuendos this evening. So, uh, I don't know. Tape yourself. Record it. Do it. Just pick your phone up and tell us your story. And then send it. <laughs> and send the United States of Paranormal <laughs> at gmail.com. What is she? Pew, 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 over there? She yeah. was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're out of here. Until next week, keep it spooky. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. Thank you for listening to The United States of Paranormal. Check us out at theunitedstatesofparanormal.com or at any other of our social media pages. At Twitter, at T-O-S-O-P-P-O-D. At Instagram, at the United States of Paranormal or Facebook at the United States of Paranormal or YouTube at the United States of Paranormal 1795. Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs Fans, The Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze. And... If you have a location you would like us to check into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at theunitedstatesofparanormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.